With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, the hits just keep on coming, kids. We have got a great guest we're going to get to here in just a few moments. He is going to join us live. And he is amazing. And we are going to go to our next guest. He is going to be... Kicking ass and taking names, as they say. I don't know whose ass he's going to kick, and I don't know who names he's going to take. But we will talk to the fantastic John Tamney here in a few moments. We're going to call him in the old Skip Skype. Yes, the old Skype. This John. John, how are you? It's James Lowe giving you a call for your radio interview. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. So, we have the fantastic John Tamney with us. He is the author of The Money Confusion, How Illiteracy About Currencies and Inflation Sets the Stage for the Crypto Revolution Inbox. And uh, I'll tell you, that th- th- this this is a incredible book. Uh, first of all, tell me a little bit about the book, The Money Confusion. Well, it's a book that basically says everything that you've been told about inflation, money, uh, the power of central banks is all mythical, uh, that all that you've read about how central banks control the economy is utter nonsense, about how they can force money into the economy is just laughable, and that basically money is a natural market consequence. It's as natural as the goods and services that it facilitates the movement of, and so it's just a rejection of all this, all the narratives out there today. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. John Tamney is with us. He's the author of The Money Confusion, and he joins us today here on our big, big program. So take me through your writing process for this incredible book. Well, the writing process was basic. I wanted people to see that, first of all, inflation is a real thing. And it's awful. Inflation is a devaluation of the currency. And why do we earn dollars? We earn dollars for what they can be exchanged for. So when governments devalue our money, we see the value of our work taken from us. And so I walk readers through why this is such a dangerous thing. But at the same time, I make plain in the book's second to last chapter. It's a very short book. That what we're experiencing right now, based on how inflation has been defined for thousands of years, is not inflation. We have higher prices right now of lots of goods, but there's a huge difference between higher prices and inflation. But politicians are loving that we're saying inflation is it takes the white hot light off of what they did in 2020, as in the lockdowns. We have got John Tamney with us today. He joins us live here on our big program, talking about his great book, The Money Confusion. He's with us today here on our big broadcast. So what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book, John? Well, there's so many things I want to take away. For one, I want them to recognize that inflation 
when it happens, uh, the bad money is gradually pushed out by the good money, but that's almost separate. One of the, the main things that I want people to take from it is don't be so easily fooled by politicians. They want you to say the Fed did this right now. Look, I'm not defending the Fed. If, if you can find a writer who's ridiculed the Federal Reserve more than I have, um, I, I want to meet this person. But the simple truth is what we are suffering today is the bitter fruits of lockdowns. When politicians took away our right to go to work, when they took away our right to operate our businesses, what they did was they eviscerated sophisticated working arrangements among billions of workers around the world that has been built up over decades. Is it any surprise from that that prices are higher today? To me, that's a statement of the obvious. But let's please not call it inflation. This was command and control imposed on us, and we're suffering that now. Let's not take the focus away from politicians at all levels who took away our freedom. We have got a great guest with us today. John Tamney is with us today talking about his latest book, The Money Confusion. So this book is incredibly well written. Take me through uh, some of the different uh, pieces of business that you wanted to include in here, being a financial expert and just trying to make this uh, understandable to the common person. Well, it's such an important question, and I want to stress for those listening that this is not some book full of charts and equations and statistics. It's it's just it's it's a meditation, in a sense, on money that anyone can understand. And it starts with the tallest building in the world, the Burj Khalifa. Um, this building goes a half a mile into the sky. It's a remarkable feat of of engineering, of human ingenuity. And how was this created? It was created by a blend of production from around the world, uh, cement uh, mixers from, from Germany, uh, the ability to move cement in liquid form up to heights well in the sky by German companies. It was created by American know-how on rebar. It was created by all sorts of people around the world working together. And that's what I make the point, that when people divide up labor, their capacity for, for creating endlessly amazing capitalist goods is basically limitless. And you could never, it, the people in Dubai could never create this building on their own. It's a creation of the world. And so think again about what that means and meant for the world when basically politicians shut down capitalist activity, when they shut down a global economy overnight. Basically, they shut down millennia's worth of progress, worth of cooperation among people. And in doing so, it's only natural that the end result would be that we'd be suffering all sorts of shortages and higher prices today. We have got a great guest with us today. John Tamney is with us. He's the author of The Money Confusion. He joins us today here on our big program. So are you hope? Or do you have some goals for this book? What, what are some of your hopes for this book? Well, it's a great question. Yeah, my hopes are that people realize that no one that money's basic. No one when you go to work every day, you're working for dollars. But I want people to see in this book that what you're really really working for is for what dollars can be exchanged for. All of us exchange our labor for the shoes we wear, uh, the cars we drive, the apartments we live in. And that's why 
currency that holds its value throughout time is so crucial. When governments devalue, as in when they inflate, they rob us of the fruits of our work. And so I, I, I get very explicit about what inflation is because they're redefining it before our eyes right now, Democrats and Republicans. But then from that, I try to convey to readers the imp- extreme importance of money precisely because the dollars we take in, the euros we take in, the pounds we take in represents the fruits of our work. We can't continue to be robbed from in the form of devaluation and actual inflation. And so it makes the broader point that precisely because our money is so important, it's only natural that capitalists will gradually create private money that replaces the government money that we earn. Uh, I mean, would you? I know if, if, if I was offered Amazon dollars for my work instead of U.S. dollars, I would take that trade in a heartbeat. And why? Because Amazon can't devalue. But governments have been devaluing money forever. If Amazon devalues, I stop using their money. When, we're, when we just have government as the choice, look at what they've done throughout time. They've devalued the currency we earn. We have got John Tamney with us today. He joins us live here on our big program this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, talking about his great book, The Money Confusion. And uh, one of the things that I've noticed the last couple of years is crypto has become a huge deal. Why is crypto such a big deal nowadays? Well, I, th- I think crypto became a big deal for two reasons. For one, as I've alluded, there's growing frustration within the global electorate about what governments to varying degrees do with money. And people are tired of the devaluation. And so they're seeking for something that will hold its value. I-, I think another major reason that crypto's taken off, and this isn't necessarily a good thing, but it will have good results, is people thought, wow, I can make a lot of money in and this is an important distinction simply because money you don't want to money you don't want it to be a speculation uh, how often each day do you sit around thinking about how many seconds are in a minute or how many inches are in a foot uh, i think i know the answer you don't think about these measures because they're fixed and historically that's what money was it was just a stable measure that we used that producers used to exchange real wealth um, in the past 50 years, money has become volatile. It's no longer moored to something. It's no longer connected to a commodity. And so crypto is the natural result of it. The problem is it's far more volatile than money is. And so my speculation is that gradually uh, the markets, the, we've seen a crypto crash, and that's going to gradually push out what isn't money, the speculations in favor of, some, of, of currencies that are stable, that we can use as a replacement for uh, government forms of money. John Tamney with us today. He joins us live. The Money Confusion is the latest from him. So one of the things that folks have been complaining about, I think, for what seems like decades now, (laughs) is the Fed. Uh, What exactly can folks do with with this, I guess, organization besides just complain (laughs) yeah you know it's interesting and this is going to offend some readers Uh, some will like it some will be enlightened by it uh the book's closing chapter makes the point that if you look at the major devaluations of the dollar since 1913 
the Fed always opposed them. Uh, the first one was 1933. FDR decided to devalue the dollar 59% from one twentieth of an ounce of gold to one thirty-fifth. Fed Chairman Eugene Meyer begged him not to do it. He knew it was a disastrous decision. FDR didn't listen to him and did it anyway. Uh, Eugene Meyer, as many, many know, subsequently resigned from the Fed and bought the Washington Post and used it as an organ to fight this inflationary president. In 1971, Richard Nixon decided to sever the dollar's linked gold, which was an explicit devaluation. Fed Chairman Arthur Burns begged Nixon not to do it and was once again ignored. And I bring these examples up to remind listeners that much of what we critique the Fed for, it really has no control over. Governments have been devaluing money for far longer than central banks have existed. And so while I can talk for hours about the, the abject stupidity inside the Fed, so many of the things that we blame it for would have happened regardless of whether the Fed existed or not. We have got a great guest with us today. John Tamney is with us. He's the author of The Money Confusion. Okay, you, 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 you went there. I've got to have you give me some examples <laughs> of the lunacy that goes on inside the Fed. Well, let's let's start with the most obvious one. The Fed and, and it and, and, and they acknowledge it. Fed officials broadly believe that economic growth causes inflation, which means they the corollary to that is that they believe the way to fix inflation is to put people out of work. Have you ever heard of something more backwards and sick and dangerous <laughs> it is in your life? Insane. Yeah. They they literally think that the answer to inflation is people in the unemployment line and businesses going out of business. It, it, it staggers the mind that such smart people could believe such nonsense, but they do, and they routinely say it. They say the economy, if, if we, we've got to slow the economy down because if, over, if it overheats, it causes inflation. But in reality, for one, inflation is a currency phenomenon as is, but as we know, it's when an economy is growing the fastest that prices are dropping the fastest. And the reason for that is Investment drives economic growth, and investment is all about the production of more and more at prices that drop, drop, drop. Investment is about more, greater productivity. Yet the Fed believes the exact opposite. We have got John Tamney with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. The money confusion is the latest from him. So, so John, one of the things that, like you mentioned, with, with, with the Fed— what drives them to this thinking that businesses going away and people being out of work is a good thing? Oh, it's a very good question. What drives it? The Fed acts as though if the economy grows too fast, we'll run out of workers, A, and because with that, wages will go up and cause, quote, a wage price spiral or, quote, inflation. And they also worry that the same with businesses, that if the economy is growing fast – Businesses will run out of capacity to actually produce goods and services, which couldn't be more ridiculous because when you think about it, every good we have in the world is a consequence of global production. I mean everything is a consequence of activity around the world, and so the Fed acts as though the United States is some closed shop, but in fact, U.S. businesses rely on workers around the world who so will never run out of workers. Furthermore, as we know, as an economy advances – 
it becomes more and more the case that we automate away what we used to do physically. And that's a good thing. I mean, does anyone want to drive horse-drawn carriages anymore? Does anyone want to do some of the jobs that used to exist? Most of us used to farm. The tractor automated us off the farm. Was that a bad thing? I think most of us would say that's a good thing. And so economic growth always mitigates labor shortages. And the same idea with capacity utilization. We're, we're cooperating with, with workers around the world. And so the idea that we'd ever run out of capacity to produce is laughable. That's the Fed's argument, that the economy will overheat, will run out of workers and places to produce things. It is just insanity. <laughs> it is. Just, it, it, it really wow. is. Wow. You will not find a writer who's criticized the Fed more than I have in this, this backwards notion that the economy is harmed by economic growth, that the Fed must centrally plan, quote, soft landings. Uh, these notions are so ludicrous. And, and to be clear, I, I make a case within that the Fed doesn't have the power to slow the economy down in the first place. But the fact that these economists believe it is just something that needs to be ridiculed over and over and over again. We have got a great guest with us today. John Tamney is with us. The money confusion is the latest from him. Well, before we let you go, my friend, what is the next uh, project that you're going to be working on? What's next for you as an author? Uh, the next one is a book on housing, and it's about – it calls for bringing the genius of Adam Smith back into the housing discussion. Adam Smith was always skeptical about people – uh, being aggressive about owning houses because it limits them. It ties them down to a location when you want humans to be as mobile as possible. So it makes a case for reduced home ownership, very counter to what politicians want us to do. And I'm very excited about it. Well, you are amazing. Thank you for making the complex understandable. I really enjoyed chatting with you about money this week. Uh, you make money so exciting, even though it's not. It's not supposed, so, to, supposed to be boring. That's the yes, point. <laughs> yes. Well, John, you are amazing. Thank you for doing this, my friend, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on the show, James. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes. That is John Tamney. And uh, we will take a break, and we'll see you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.